today on CityCast Madison. It's Thursday, which means it's food o'clock, where we dive into local eats. You might have noticed that egg prices are up at the grocery store, and the city just upped the number of chickens you're allowed to have in your backyard from four to eight. So a little math here. Would you rather A, pay higher egg prices, or B, just buy the chickens? We actually have an in-house backyard chicken expert right here at CityCast Madison. Lead producer Molly Stentz, a proud chicken flock owner, tells you how you can do it. It's Thursday, March 23rd. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Well, Molly, hello. Hey there, Bianca. Happy spring. Happy spring. Feeling like a spring chicken. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. So theoretically, I would love to have some chickens in my backyard. Step one is getting a backyard. But once I have a backyard in Madison, what's step two? Like, how do I how do I get some backyard chickens? Raising chickens in the city is actually easier than many people think. There are a few things you have to keep in mind. First off, you need a little coop. You need some housing for them. This can be something you buy and there's, you know, plenty of places online, but really you can make it yourself. You can make you can make it out of 2 by 4s and plywood. I have seen very fancy chicken coops like Martha Stewart fancy people put planter boxes and like paint them all up nice and have little sparkly lights but really you don't need all that oh my god (laughs) (laughs) you just need something that is going to keep them out of the elements out of the wind out of the heat and give them protection from predators so a box um, that they can lay their eggs in and ideally a run a protected area where they can run and be chickens and scratch in the grass and eat bugs and Roll around in the dirt and do fun chicken things. Chicken! Is your current chicken housing cutified? Any decorations? Yeah, I found a plan on the internet, and basically it's like a double-decker. The first floor, the ground floor, the mezzanine, if you will, is an enclosed like patio, kind of a screen porch patio, where they can be in an enclosed area, but they also can be outside. They can get fresh air. They can like scratch around. And then it's got a little ramp, a little ramp that they walk up to their like second floor loft apartment. (laughs) I love it. So one of the things that jumps out to me, and I don't know much, but I'd be worried about bothering neighbors or neighbors having some sort of complaints. Are are these noisy are chickens noisy they are not that noisy they got nothing on ducks i will tell you chickens not so bad so they can get a little excited when they lay an egg i mean i'd be excited right like yeah it's a fun thing right they laid an egg that's a big job come on that's cute wouldn't want to be like (laughs) crowing about it but the main thing is that roosters are the noisy ones and you can't have roosters in the city oh you can't no, no, no dudes. No roosters. No dudes. Got it. No dudes allowed. Well, and frankly, that's fine. You do not need roosters to have eggs. Yeah, I fact. mean, it, so is that why you got chickens? Was for the yeah. eggs? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's they're easy. They're fun. They're cute. They are pets and they feed you. What's not to love? Yeah, that's pretty much the my love language is, is food. <laughs> so and yeah, and they're so cute. And there's so many different kinds you can get. I mean, you can go really crazy with chickens and like all the different there's fun ones with like big poofy feathers on their head like they look like they're wearing hats there's ones with like feathers on their feet and they have like little fluffy boots you know they come in all different colors they're like speckled and black and red and some of them have little blue sheens they're just lovely creatures do they keep your life interesting oh yes oh yes Yes. (laughs) and they lay all different kinds of eggs some of them lay brown eggs some of them lay blue eggs some of them lay green eggs your chickens are laying blue eggs so it's dependent by the breed i don't have any of that breed right now but there are some called easter eggers <laughs> well is that is that time of year how long do they typically live so chickens can actually last for years they can live almost as long as you want them to if you take care of them if you give them a nice place to live you keep them safe keep them shielded from predators they can last for years i mean growing up i had chickens that lasted for more than a decade the one thing is they're most productive when they're young so they lay the greatest number of eggs um, when they're like a year and two years old and then after that it starts to decline they lay fewer eggs i mean you could think about women yeah yeah it sounds familiar (laughs) eventually uh, the eggs stop coming but then you just get to have a party on the other side so (laughs) i like to have a chicken retirement community because i think they're just fun and they're low maintenance and they're not that expensive they fed me my whole life i can take care of a chicken that's you know five or six years old You, you feed them a little corn they eat worms they eat your backyard scraps To me, it's not a big deal. Some people are like, well, once they're done, get rid of them, move on, get more chickens. Boo, take care of the (laughs) ones you've loved and that have loved you. Um, But, you you know, you mentioned predators. What I would think that might be something in the night that you might be concerned about someone coming through. It's a big deal, particularly in the city. Some people think there's not that much wildlife in Madison. There really is. We know there are coyotes. We know there are foxes. Uh, There's also hawks. There's a lot of hawks in Madison, and a hawk will attack a chicken. So that's a thing. I see hawks all the time. I'm probably keeping an eye out for them because I kind of love them. That's sad. I didn't know they came for chickens. Oh, yeah. My neighbors had a what do you call it, a trampoline, like for their kid. And one day I went out in the backyard and there was a hawk sitting on the pole of the trampoline, like looking down over my neighbor's fence at my chickens going, you know, and I was like, get out. (laughs) I grabbed the hose. I grabbed rocks. I was like, get out. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. That makes me sad, but birds in general are, are kind of fierce. You know, but part of the reason that we're talking about this is egg prices are going up in part because of influenza. Is there any concern about like your flock catching bird flu or anything like that? There have been concerns about whether wild birds would spread bird flu. And then there's questions about whether you would get maybe a chicken from a hatchery that was susceptible. Now, it has never been a problem. I've been raising chickens for decades, pretty much 
in many different states, in many different times in my life, many different kinds of chickens. Like I have, knock on wood, never had a problem. I think when you see statistically where the bird flu is happening, it's happening in huge farms with thousands of birds that are confined in a small area, maybe under less than ideal conditions, right? Like I tend to think, you know, think of like tuberculosis spreading in a prison, right? Like versus just people living in their homes. It just that confinement tends to provide more of a vector for disease that, you know, having a few in your backyard, statistically, it's just not that prevalent. I think it's overblown. So where can I get chickens? That's kind of the fun part. And people that have raised chickens say there's this thing called chicken math that happens that kind of takes over your brain where it's like, oh, you're like, I just want to get four, right? But then you like open up the catalog. It's kind of like what happens with seed catalogs. Like you open them up and you're like, oh, look, that one looks really cool. Okay, I want a brown egg layer. Okay, maybe I want an Easter egg. Okay, maybe I want a Faverol with those like cool feathers. And then somehow you end up like circling 10 in the catalog and you're like, shoot. (laughs) So I only came uh, in for four. Somehow I have 10. (laughs) Yes. So you, most people actually mail order them that I know from hatcheries. Some hatcheries don't want you to come because of that biosecurity. Like they don't want a lot of people traipsing through. You can just order as few as like three or four or half a dozen. Some people pool their orders to get better prices. They're only a few dollars each. And it is actually amazing that they mail them to you. Like in, you can mail a chicken in the post office. Like you can put them in a box. They, they're, they're like fresh hatched. They put them in a box. They ship them to you. And obviously you got to collect them right away. But yes, you can get a chicken in the mail. <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> I'm just going to say I had a friend once years ago that may or may not have raised several dozen in his basement. And he ordered them in the mail. And the um, lovely postal employees just called him at six in the morning when the shipment came in and was like, get your chickens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sir, sir, your chickens have arrived. (laughs) And he did. (laughs) You know, because you do, if you order them when they're babies, right, they don't have feathers. They're just these little fluff balls. And so you have to keep them warm, particularly if you're going to order them like now, which is when many people do in the spring. When you get little baby newborns, you want to keep them indoors under like a lamp, a heat lamp, because think about it. Like normally they would have their mama like sitting on them and they'd be snuggling. Right. And they'd have other birds to keep them warm or a mom. So you kind of have to replicate that with a lamp, with a little lamp to give them some heat until they get their feathers. That makes perfect sense. It's it's a living thing. <laughs> so yeah, you get a cardboard box, put a little lamp over them. You get a little tray with some food and a little tray with some water and, you know, some straw. And so you were talking about your friend who had dozens in their basement. So there is a rule, right? In the city, there's a rule for how many you can have. Why would it be important to have more chickens? I think they were looking at 10 originally, and then there was like a compromise, maybe down to eight is where they are now. So one of the things about having chickens is, 
A, they're fun and you want to have a lot of them. You want to have a lot of different kinds. But also you kind of want to have a multi-generational household of chickens, right? Because chickens are most productive when they're young. And so unless you're going to be really hardline about it, which might be hard if you have kids or, you know, your family gets attached to them and they're kind of like pets. They have names. You might not want to just like off with their heads every two years. So if you want to keep chickens around, you probably want to have like a few young chicks each year. And then you want to have a few that are laying productively. And then you might have a few like grandma chickens that are still kicking around being nice pets. That's kind of how my approach is. It's also kind of hard to buy just one chicken, right? Because most catalogs have a minimum order. Also, if you lose one to a hawk or a coyote or even a neighbor's dog, how do you replace just one chicken? Usually you have to buy like three or four, or maybe half a dozen. So I think those are the reasons why people feel that four is kind of too restrictive. That makes sense and something you might not think about. Are there any other city rules that folks need to comply with or keep in mind? Yeah, so basically you can't have roosters and you know, that's understandable. Roosters crow and not just in the morning, basically anytime they darn well please. So that can annoy some people. Some roosters are aggressive. Some people don't like them for that reason. There also is no butchering or slaughtering in city limits. And then there's some like setback rules. A lot of yards and homes are small in Madison. And so don't be a jerk. Like don't put a chicken coop under your neighbor's window if they don't want it. But usually there, it, it's easy enough to have a small coop in your backyard that is not going to annoy anyone. In fact, I had the opposite. Like all of my neighbor's kids were always peeking over the fence and always <laughs> wanting to come visit. And they loved them. They named them. Yes. What names? Snickers and Oreo. Ah. That's, that's amazing. Also, by the way, the first time I've ever held a chicken was at your house and your coop is extremely mignon or cute. <laughs> like, and I I can attest they are wonderful. <laughs> yeah, they're conversation starters. People generally like them. I mean, people usually have questions about them, just like, oh, that's kind of interesting if they have never grown up with them. But yeah, people really do love talking about them, love sharing them. Has anything been challenging? So a few things to know. I mean, obviously, predators are the biggest thing. So you want to have a space for them to run. A lot of people just let them free range in your backyard. And if you work from home, maybe that is fine. If you're going to be away during the day, you might consider having a like screened in, like a screen porch for them, essentially, where you're putting chicken wire or hardware cloth around it so that they can still be outside. They can still run around in the grass or in the dirt, but yet they're protected from an attack from any critter that would want to try to eat them because, let's face it, everything loves to eat chickens. Yeah, everyone wants to eat chickens. Everyone not everyone. Wants... Yes, not me. I don't eat them. I eat their eggs, though. Yeah, so that's the... <laughs> The predator situation is probably the biggest issue. Protecting your coop and your, your ladies from predators is the big thing. The other thing to think about is winter. So a lot of people ask, like, what do you do? Do you have to, like, put a heater in your coop? And the answer is not really. The chickens are remarkably hardy. You can also buy breeds that are have 
lived in northern climates, so they're better adapted. They have smaller combs, so they don't like, you know, have a big thing getting frostbite. Comb is the thing on the their forehead. Yeah, a wattle or a comb. So you can get a hardier breed. You can build a coop that keeps them out of the wind and snow. I also, my favorite hack is getting an insulated dog bowl. So it's basically like an electric heater. It's really low wattage, so it's not a fire hazard. You can get them at Farm and Fleet. You just run a little extension cord, particularly if you have an outlet in a garage. Some people put their chickens in the garage. You can put them on a back porch. But you get this really low wattage electric dog bowl, essentially. That is a good hack. You put their water on it so their water doesn't freeze. Now, some people just bring them a fresh bowl of water every morning. Sure, that works too. But I tended to like having them having water all the time and I didn't have to constantly worry about the water freezing. So would you recommend this chicken life to others? Yes, it's easy. It's fun. You know, people have been raising chickens for a long time, right? Humans and chickens go way back, right? (laughs) And they've been useful for us. They've fed us. They've entertained us. The ordinance has been around in Madison for a while, and frankly, there were a lot of people raising chickens before there was an ordinance. There was a Madison chicken underground before it was legal. The city has kind of taken a cautious approach, making sure that there wouldn't be problems. But I don't really think there have been. I think, like many things, that if you focus on an issue and you try to think of all the things that can go wrong, you could probably think of a list of things that could go wrong. But when you look on balance... Have there been any real serious problems with people keeping a few chickens in their backyard? Like, no, no, there absolutely haven't been. It's a way to teach children about nature. It's a way to connect with our food. It's a way to get cheaper groceries. There's so many reasons. Not only do they bring you joy, but they're a conversation starter. And your chickens specifically are kind of famous. They were interviewed earlier this week. They've Before, they've been in the New York Times, and now we get to talk about them. Molly, um, thank you for telling us what it's like and what, what you might consider if you want to get chickens in your backyard. I certainly um, am leaning towards it once I have one. If anyone has questions, I'm happy to help. Molly Stentz has been raising backyard chickens for more than 20 years. She also produces this podcast. And if you're looking for more info about how to get chickens, we'll throw a bunch of links for you in our show notes. And shout out to Ginger Schroeder, whose backyard chickens listen to the pod. Do your backyard chickens listen to the pod? Tag us in a photo. We're at CityCast Madison on Twitter and Instagram. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Rent increases. Woof. Landlords are starting to tell tenants about hikes in prices as the housing demand rises. Has your rent increased? We want to know. Tell us your story. Leave us a voicemail at 608-318-3367. Or you can email us at madison at citycast.fm. And we may play it on our upcoming show on housing rents. And hey... You all were up on your state capital trivia. Shout out to Nathan, Jen, and Samantha, who were quickest on the email draw. Boom, boom. You're getting tickets to the Wisconsin Film Festival. Check your email if you haven't already. And yes, the answer was a badger. 
It's indeed a badger at the very top of the statue on the Capitol building. Congrats, y'all. We're going to probably have to do a whole episode about trivia now. Also, want to shout out everyone who came out to Madison Minutes Happy Hour this past Tuesday. It was a great turnout, and it was super cool to actually meet some of you in person. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell your favorite neighbor to subscribe to our podcast? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, best of luck to all chickens crossing the road. And for what it's worth, you don't owe anyone an explanation for the path you took. <laughs>